I forgot how to intro the show, man. It's been two <laughs> weeks. How, how, how you doing, Pike? How is it going, man? It's good. How are you doing? Welcome back. Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm in the giant void that is this room. This is it, man. This is the new like, headquarters. It's like a, a little churchy. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Let's explain it. Walk me through the artwork. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to walk you through the artwork for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I was saying it looks like I'm inside the M&M guy. It looks like I was <laughs> followed whole. Uh, let me walk you through what's going on here. Uh, it's very yellow. I'm in a very yellow room, although it only looks that way on camera. I got to fix it. In reality, it's not like super yellow. I don't know why. It's like a, it's like a light beige but on camera it looks holy shit it looks super it does i know it it, like i can smell the room (laughs) from here (laughs) but maybe it maybe it's not as bad as i'm imagining it's not it's not it's actually like nicely it's a very neutral color uh color tone but i have to fix whatever the camera set up as to make it like the contrast makes it look very very orangey i don't know i don't know what's going on i have to fix everything i just rapidly set it up and then now hopefully it's it's all working but uh welcome to the show how are you hopefully you're good it's been uh it's been two weeks since i've last talked to pike i know we pre-recorded a bunch of stuff we put it out there so we wouldn't we wouldn't miss an episode and let me publicly state pike is the man because you put up every single video on time you did it every day and i appreciate that greatly dude well I wasn't working or doing anything really. (laughs) That was like, it was nice because it was the one thing I had to do every day to make me feel like a person. So thank you for the task. Hey, you know what? I always say when I assign people work, it's for their benefit. That's right. (laughs) Every time. Uh, But no, I am now in, this is, I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. This is where um, I'm stationed now. I'm calling this the Sparks Radio Global Headquarters. Uh, we can come up with a better name than that, uh, which like is, it. yeah, well, I, I want, I got a lot of plans for this week here uh, about, we got to name some shit, dude, on the show. We don't have anything named on, on here. Yeah. Nope. Not okay. really. No, we got to, we got to nail that down, but uh, it is, it is the show. So we're going to do it like we normally do. So if it's your first time here, thank you so much. Hit follow, subscribe, like, comment, whatever you could do on whatever platform you're enjoying the show on. Do it. And I really appreciate it. Uh, and Pike, I'm just going to speak for you. He like really appreciates it. He becomes erect. He is an erect man when he gets a comment on some video or a podcast. <laughs> is that right? Did I get that right? Yes. I mean, you are absolutely like- Arouse. It is, it is frightening. It's like, hey, Pike, and immediately he's just like, oh my god, someone else wants to talk to me. So it's really, really exciting. So uh, thank you so much, appreciate it, dude. I want to recap what my my trip was real quick. I know whatever, but I do have like a little bit of a story here of something that happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Have you ever been there? Yeah, I have not. Okay, we'll talk about that after the news that matters. You want to jump into it? Let's do it. Okay. Yes, this is the news that matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Holy shit. I don't know if you saw this, but the news that matters today involves the thickness of a boat. (laughs) Okay. 
Did you hear about the boat and the thickness of a boat? I would have remembered that. No. Dude, the boat, man. The boat. This is the most mind-blowing thing ever. How small is the smallest boat you can think of? Uh... I don't know. <laughs> what? Pretty small. A fucking small boat, right? I mean, but like, yeah, I mean, small. Like, like a toy boat? Like a boat. Like a boat. Or just like an actually can get into the boat boat? This, you can't get into a boat. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? I'm not talking about your date. <laughs> I'm talking about a boat. I'm talking about the smallest boat ever created in the history of mankind. This is the world's smallest boat. It was made by scientists. You want to take a guess at how big this boat is? Two feet tall. No, and, fucking and, huge. That would be huge. That's a pretty small boat. This boat was 3D printed, bro. 3D printed. Oh, that's a whole other thing. Fucking scares me. <laughs> <laughs> what? That, that's a weird thing. 3D printing. It was something I, one day I, I remember thinking, man, wouldn't that be nuts if they could just print shit? <laughs> and somebody's like, yeah, man, they do, they're doing that already. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I just lost it. So yeah, it scares me. <laughs> The 3D printing part scares you. Well, yes. dude, they, they 3D printed this with something that is kind of terrifying. And they're like, we can print it in any shape we want. And that's why we printed it in a boat. They 3D printed a tiny boat to prove that they could print anything they goddamn well please. They printed a boat one third the thickness of a human hair. What? Yeah, dude. With the intention that eventually they're going to just inject drugs in you by these tiny little vessels, maybe a boat with drugs and the boat's just going to like sail down your bloodstream and like give you drugs in a specific location. I'm kidding, dude. It is the most insane shit. Yeah. It's a magic school bus shit. (laughs) Mrs. Frazzle or whatever. Just captaining this boat inside of you yeah today kids we're going to teach you about heroin all right and they all just jump on a spoon yeah yeah exactly it's incredible man i'm trying to find the the thickness of it it's like three microns four or five you obviously can't even see this boat no dude you need an electron microscope to see the boat jesus but the boat is like it's a legit boat it's got a little chimney it's got a mat, you know, like a front. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, dude. It's point zero zero one millimeters. So it's a it's one micrometer, or point zero 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 three ninths of an inch. Man, so eventually, there you go. or even right now, like could they could they print a bigger boat, like one more, you know, uh, like usable. Like like you could jump on it and go yeah around. like a little yeah. Johnson yeah yeah <laughs> printing a boat that's see that's Mike's a, like hey I need a little Johnson over here <laughs> guys this is unusual bigger than that one you printed yeah <laughs> guys I look this yeah, Johnson not practical <laughs> no dude yeah. they they want to they want to like put drugs in these little things and then like have it sail uh, around your body and you're they, like you're kind of your voice is robot-y right now oh sweet good it's great wonderful i'm on my parents wi-fi so <laughs> we're gonna have to upgrade 
I think I missed what you said. You you were doing this like slow motion robot, like it's fine. It wasn't good anyway. Trust me. It was no, I'm sure not funny. It wasn't great. Well, I I apologize for not laughing. It's not because it wasn't funny. I just didn't hear it. No, it's good. You're you're basically just resembling the person listening right now. That's fine. (laughs) You're embodying what they're going through. Yes. So, anyways, that's uh that's what I've been reading on. I've been like, holy shit, this is a tiny boat. Need to learn more about this thing. It's fascinating. Yes. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I can tell whoever wrote this article is not a nerd because they also printed the Starship Enterprise from Star Trek. And they were like, oh, and they printed a ship, like a a starship. I'm like, no, you idiots. This is the Starship Enterprise. They printed it. It's (laughs) tiny. And you go with the boat, you led with the boat. Oh man. Only nerds would be excited about the Starship Enterprise being printed. Yeah, that's seems to be up your alley. Yeah. Well, I, soon I, it's gonna be up my ass, apparently. So that's how it <laughs> travels. Man, what a dream. I know. Finally. Hey, you want to explore the <laughs> deepest of spaces? <laughs> oh, I can't tell you how long I've been waiting for a boat small enough to go up my ass. Dude, you can oh. dude, not dude. I'm talking about in uh, a multi galactic spaceship can now fly into Uranus, <laughs> the deepest, Incredible. deepest regions of your body. They can just venture in there, Pike. That's perfect. I know, man. I, 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 I'm always the guy that like, I'll see a boat and I'll be like, no, it's too, <laughs> that boat is clearly too big to go in my ass. And everyone's like, why? What, what's wrong? It's like, no, it's just too big. They got to get a smaller one. That's Finally. where you measure. That's how you measure if things are big or small. Yeah. Like, will it fit in my ass? <laughs> uh, well, I great have, news. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. What do you got, man? I got uh, this one, you know, Borat, the sequel finally came out years later. And yeah. of course the, uh, the movie takes place in Kazakhstan, which I didn't know was an actual place for some time. Yeah. And I probably still wouldn't if it weren't for this movie. Well, they've, after the first one came out, like they fucking hated the movie Kazakhstan. They hated Sasha Baron Cohen, obviously. Well, now they're finally embracing the movie. In fact, they've changed their, their slogan as a country to very nice. (laughs) Of course, from the movie. And I just think that's really special that uh, they're finally like, yeah, fuck it. What else we got going on? Yeah. Do they really change their slogan? Yeah. Yeah. The there's like actual, their, their national tourism board finally is like, you know what? <clears throat> yeah. Let's go with it. And so they got a whole video, like a, a nice commercial Kazakhstan. Very nice. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Dude, that's awesome. You know, my wife's aunt actually lived in Kazakhstan. Oh, no way. Yeah. So I know someone who lived there for years. Really? Yeah. What's it, li- what's it like? Awful. It's Is just it really awful. <laughs> it's just the worst. Uh. It's the worst place <laughs> ever. Her husband uh, worked for Shell, like the oil company. Oh, so yeah. They were there drilling and getting oil and all that kind of stuff. He's uh, from the Netherlands. So, um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, she lived, she's lived all over the place, but so the company moved him to Kazakhstan, which sounds like some kind of punishment. It sure does. Yeah. But, uh, 
it's like a place where you have to like, if you want to go around, you have to have a guide from the government kind of a place, you know, it's almost like, is it worse than, you know, the story you told about going to, uh, uh, South America where like, you're going to get robbed by the police. Like, is it on that, on that level? It's about that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I put it around there, you know, All right, all right. I, that's where I think. It would be. I mean, it. It's like a. It's like a, a mountainous, deserty region. You know. Yeah, like it feels. Uh, and I don't know this at all for sure, but it feels like Afghanistan. It's like the same thing. Yeah, right? it's like right yeah. there. Yeah, uh, it's all right there. See, I know about that one. Yeah, uh, because of the war and, and things like that, that. Yeah, yeah, because uh, there's a lot of Americans over there right now. Yeah, yeah, they're always going over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Like, what you yeah. Mean. Okay. All right. Kazakhstan, well, that's my news. Kazakhstan. Very Put nice. On the map. Very nice. Very nice. That's good. Um, <clears throat> my second news story is about a serial killer. Do you, do you know those? Are you big? Well, on those? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, I know those. Yes. I, I fascinated. I, everyone is, you know, it's not, it's not a new thing for me to be interested in that, but yeah. you know, I read, I, I like to read up on them and it's kind of weird. Kind of, it makes you feel like you're also a serial killer. But uh, yeah, so far not. You know what I mean? When you're sitting there obsessing yeah. over like how how they killed these people and yeah. got away with it for so long, and then you start to think, man, maybe I could, maybe I could pull something off like this. But yeah, well, do you really? Because I don't think that at all. No, I stopped you're- short of, of planning. <laughs> it is. I don't know. Thank and I feel you like that. Short of planning, you yeah, fucking yeah. was psycho. <laughs> what is wrong with you? You're like, oh. <laughs> You're watching these documentaries for ideas, not yeah, for, yeah. You're like my wife. My wife's like, "Why do you have a notepad out?" We're just watching, <laughs> we're watching a movie on the California state killer. <laughs> what are you writing? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. yeah, why are you in the corner scribbling? <laughs> What's wrong with you? It's like you open up Pike's notebook. It's in there. It's just, just like just numbers repeating itself over and over again. You're like, I found the code. And then on the other side, <laughs> it's just, uh, yes. Golden state murder takeaways. Key takeaways. Point. Yeah. <laughs> Where he went wrong. <laughs> what, yeah. what to avoid. <laughs> what, what to avoid. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh nah, my. Dude, serial killer days are over. It's just not, it's not plausible anymore. All the good stuff. <laughs> Back in the day, it was so easy to do. Yeah, all the good stuff. All right. All right. Back, good. back in the golden age of slaying dozens yeah. of people, right. <laughs> it was too easy. You know, you walk up with somebody on the side of the road, you you kill them. If it's a perfect stranger, there, there's no way anybody would ever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, too bad. Maybe that that should they should bring back the show Perfect Strangers with Belky and uh, whoever the other guy was. And it just know. be about how to murder people. It would go over <laughs> huge now. Yeah. Since every show is like that on TV. It was Halloween night. I was sitting there with my, my mom and my wife and they're like, let's watch a scary movie. I'm like, okay, so we got two women. They're just sitting around going, let's watch someone die. Let's watch people get murdered. <laughs> Should be a good one. Yeah. I want to watch someone be slayed. Violently, please. It's That's so true. It's the season, dude. 
I hate, that's why, like, that's how I judge a horror movie. Like people got to die. You know, I'm not into these <laughs> ones where it's, it's just like spooky or there's like a demon. I'm like, no, a lot of times nobody ever even gets fucking killed. No, I'd rather yeah. see a real life horror movie where it's just a guy killing people. Yeah. That's the scariest one. The scariest ones are always the one where it's like with a killer. I mean, it's yes. gotta have a killer. Uh, yeah. If it's not, if it's a ghost, the worst one is like Amityville horror where the house is trying to kill people. You know, that's like yeah. the worst thing. It's like, just leave the house. Like, I it's know. not, you have a front door and they're like, but the cupboards are moving and the <laughs> walls are leaking. Uh, how, how did this get made? I don't understand. I know. Yeah. Like the conjuring and, and anything like that. I'm not into. Yeah. It's dumb. It's awful. Give me a real cold blooded human killing with a freaking hook or a knife or something. I don't exactly. Know. I feel like Amityville horror, the sequel is just going to be like Amityville horror Two asbestos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's evolving. <laughs> yep. We've been giving couples cancer for years. <laughs> uh, so where, where was I? Oh, serial killer. killer. Sorry. Yeah. No. Yeah. The serial killer. This dude. Went to not Siri killers. God, Jesus, Jesus Christ. There's, there's a plot. Yeah. Serial killer. And it's just her murdering fools, you know, <laughs> just through your Wi-Fi, She turns like, she shuts the garage door on you. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> like trying to leave. Ah, here we go. Call 911. It's like calling apron. Oh, you're like, wait a minute. No. <laughs> Which which April would you like to call? Yeah, Why do I have three Aprils in my phone? God. <laughs> I don't know any of these people. As you're getting crushed. Um, this dude, this is in South Korea. And this guy back in the 80s went around. There was 14 women. Some of them were girls, like young girls. Murdered in this small town in South Korea. And this is back between the, the years. It was something like 82 to 88. So it was a long, it was a long stretch. Anyway, they invested South Korea invested more money into finding out the killer into this than any other case in the history of the country. Like they spent so many, it was like 2 million man hours put into this thing. Damn. Trying to find it. Then this one guy confessed I say that with finger quotes, confess to killing one of these girls, but they can never find any other, any of the other ones. So they just go, Oh, he's the one who killed. He won't admit to it. Blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, he's been in prison for 20 years and he's been saying, dude, I'm innocent. They, it was like a coerced confession. They tortured me into confessing and blah, blah, blah. And all this stuff. It, it turns out he was right. He didn't kill these people. No. Yeah. And how South Korea works is that you have a statute of limitations. So like 20 years is like the maximum, the, the, like the maximum punishment you can get. For oh, there's no life or anything. No, no way. Wow. No life wow. in prison. So he got 20 years in prison and he's been known throughout his, basically his whole life now as the guy who murdered all these women in this like famous killing spree that was going around the guy the real killer just admitted he's the dude oh god 
Yeah, he's like, uh, it was me. I did it. Here's how I did it. Here's where the bodies are. Here's why I did it. Here's everything. They're like, well, why'd you kill this one, you know, 14-year-old girl? He's like, oh, that was impromptu. Impromptu. Yeah, he was what? like, just shook it off, dude. Like, it was no big deal. Like, uh, yeah, 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 that was impromptu, you know? I didn't really have a plan. Jesus. So, yeah, dude, it's a crazy story going on right now in South Korea. This dude admits to this massive... He's a, he admits to being a serial killer. He said he was questioned by police a bunch of times. And the, the cops always asked him about people around him, but not him. Uh, okay. Which is like, he's like, I couldn't believe I didn't get caught. So I just kept killing people. What Killed 14 people, man. Man, that's so shitty. Yeah. The wor- like, that's to me, the, the saddest shit. It was you see somebody spend a, all that time in prison only for DNA evidence to be like, Oh no, shit. Whoops. He didn't do it. Right. Like there's no, there's no amount of money. There's no going back on that. You just, you, your life is ruined. Yeah. That's exactly right, dude. You're, you're fucked. Yeah. You're fucked. And now the guy's like, Hey dude, all I want is my honor back. That's what he said. Quote unquote. I just want my honor back. I was like, Whoa, yeah, that's some heavy shit. Yeah, dude. Could you imagine? But you're not going to get it back. To, no. like, to the extent where you should, you know what I mean? It's not like people impossible. Are like, it's too late, dude. You're, you're more anyway. So the guy's like, I just, I came out saying I killed all these people. Cause I just want to say, I'm sorry to the families. I'm sorry for the grief I put them through, but he's clearly like fucking weird. Oh, he's and a- the guy, the, the, the dude who admitted being a serial killer, apparently was already in prison for, killing and raping his sister-in-law. Oh, so the guy's what? got some problems for sure. You know? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I what, think what? I'm getting this right. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. It was all very confusing. It was poorly written. It was on CNN. So go fuck yourself, CNN, for writing a such <laughs> bad article. Perfect. But I have a, also a CNN story. <laughs> next. Hopefully, hopefully it's better. Dude, serial killers are hard to come by, right? Because you're right. They always get caught. They always get nailed somehow especially now with like facial recognition and all that stuff oh yeah it's like one or two people's doable but anything after that <laughs> Jesus. it's just not likely it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pike. pike's like yeah yeah um hold on <laughs> yes hold on yeah according to research you can get away with about one to 1.34 people before you're caught <laughs> If you're good. Yeah. If you're good. Yeah. 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 Um, if you know what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. I know right. what you mean. What's your last news that matters right. story. Well, this man, uh, a Florida man, as they call him, he is in the hospital recovering after getting his fucking face ripped off by a black leopard. Now, how did he get into a, a wrestling match with a black leopard, which is a very dangerous big cat. He paid $150 for a quote, full contact experience. And this person <laughs> who is now in jail, this owner of this big cat, which we've learned, uh, they're all fucking nuts. If yeah. you own big cats, yep. he took this guy's money and said, yeah, sure. I'll let him out of the cage. You can pet him. You can roll around. Well, none of that happened. No, the cat just fucking ripped the guy's head off. Essentially. They had to at the scene. Oh. The guy said he had to take, the guy's scalp and put it back on his head for him because ah! the cat had ripped it off. The guy lived amazingly, but now the other guy's in jail. Yeah. The other guy's an idiot. Now he looks like thing. Red Skull. 
Yeah. I don't know if you know that Kamala no. character, but Jesus Christ, just take a person's face and like dip it in lava. And then that's okay. what his face yeah. looks like. <laughs> uh, dude, is there a worse term than scalped? Like, uh, no, I never Christ. even knew what that was. Did you ever see that movie? What was it called? Betty something Betty nurse Betty. Have you seen that fo- that movie? <laughs> I thought you were going to go with the Leonardo DiCaprio movie. That one where he's out in the wilderness. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were like scalping. Re- the, re- irreverent. Rever- the reverend. Rever- it's not the reverend. It's what? Irreverent. 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 Yeah, he won the Oscar. Rebel without a cause. Tony Rubble. Yeah. No, I did see that one with the bear. Yeah, revenant. That was, the revenant. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. We no. got it. Calm down. We got it. Okay. Don't sure. worry but about it. I, I was an adult for that, though. This Nurse Betty one, I remember it as a child, not knowing that that was a thing you could do. And in the movie, they just show the whole thing. This guy just scalps a dude, cuts his whole freaking scalp Jesus off. Christ. You were oh, a kid watching this? I know. It's kind of anything goes at the Pike household. <laughs> Not a lot of supervision. Hey, guys, you want me to put on Barney or people getting scalped? (laughs) I don't know what scalping means, so let's check that out. Let's try that. I'm all (laughs) caught up on Barney. (laughs) Let's go with the scalping. (laughs) Anything goes in the Pike household. (laughs) Sure did. (laughs) So what was the first rated R movie you saw? And at what age? Oh, my God. Uh, I remember being very young for like Austin Powers. Yeah. And that, and that was pretty, you know, there's, it was funny, but there was definitely shit that a second Kids grader yeah. probably shouldn't be watching. <laughs> and I was like obsessed with it. It wasn't just a one-time deal. It was over and over again. Yeah. Any nude scene, I was like pot. I'd have my friends over and, and you know, of course their parents who were, you know, normal normal parents uh, wouldn't let him watch it. So when I had friends over, it was like, I had the remote and I was like pausing and rewinding all the naked parts. Like a total, I mean, it's no wonder that I turned out to be a fucking weirdo. Yeah. What about you? Did you watch those guys? Cause you had a very conservative household. Yeah, dude. The first radar movie I saw in theaters and I called my parents to make sure it was okay. (laughs) No way. How old were you? Uh, I was probably 12. Oh, damn. Maybe 13, 14. But it was Harrison Ford and Gary Oldman in Air Force One. I don't know if you ever saw Air Force One. I have not seen it. Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't know how how we watch it now, but back then, whoo, it was action-packed, man. Yeah. It what was so what? rated R about it? Oh, there was the word fuck thrown around in there. Nice. A bunch. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Harrison Ford's the president and he just is fucking murdering fools, dude. On the, the president. Yeah. He's the president of the United States. He's Air Force One, man. He has a famous quote. Get off my plane. Right. And then fuck uh, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, dude. That's all from Air Force. That was the first rated R movie I saw in theaters. Nice. Yeah. And I called my parents. I was like, is it okay? If oh, man. I, watch, I looked, I, I remember I go, I looked it up in the newspaper. It says it's rated R for violence and graphic scenes. <laughs> There's no nudity. <laughs> There's that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. I was like, <laughs> There's no. <laughs> oh man. Classic. 
classic. Yeah. So did you have to, uh, your parents make you like, if you were going to stay over at a friend's house, did they have to talk to their parents, that whole thing? Yeah. My parents needed to know their parents or something, but I, I didn't, it wasn't like I was standing over, staying over at Rando's house. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, yeah, oh, I met people. Gary at the gas station. <laughs> he said he needed some help. So I'm going back to his van. Uh, no, uh, I was just always like the same four guys. You know what I mean? I was yeah. just over or they would come over our house. So no, it wasn't sure. like this weird. It wasn't, it wasn't strange or anything like that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Th- that sounded like to me, I thought it was a weird thing, but now that I I've said it out loud, I'm like, Oh, that was like, that was a normal thing to do. Is that, like, that what you did? Thing. Yeah. My, my dad, well, I had two, you know, two homes. I was lucky enough to uh, have my parents were divorced. So my mom's so house. Lucky. It, mm. Yeah, I know. It was cool. It was twice the Christmas presents. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the just emotional trauma that goes with it. Oh, Fantastic. God. Yeah. Yeah. Just wonderful. Yeah. So my mom, it was when I said anything goes, that's where anything went. That was over your house. Mom. Yeah. And then you go down the street in Glendon and it's like a whole different world because you yeah. can't do Couldn't watch The Simpsons. Couldn't. If oh, I, I said, so your dad was the strict one. Oh, my God. Nuts. Uh, yeah. So it, when I was over at his place, I couldn't stay anywhere because he had to, like you said, had to know their parents. And even then. He was just a guy that would say no. And I'd be like, why? And he's just, oh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just, I want to be an asshole. I had, a bad, I had a bad day. So no, you can't go to your friend's house. Right. Got it. Yeah. So that, yeah. So that was your childhood. All right. I'm yeah, learning more it was about a lot of, It was like a lot of like, you know, I don't know. It kind of made, obviously makes you who you are, but like in a lot of weird ways, you know? Oh dude. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I could tell you what I could, I could say, I can, I know that there was obviously a lot of strife and contention, but that duality, those two worlds of, you know I mean? Of, Hey, over here, anything kind of goes and over here, it's a hundred percent strict. It kind of made you, I, in my opinion, I bet it made you navigate the world a little bit easier because you could read the room better. You understand that different living situations are different for everyone. Right. Which is, you know, how you can empathize with people. Sure. And at the same time, I guarantee that's where, uh, dude, funny people didn't grow up in normal households. Never. No. No. They always have to have some kind of, there's got to be some, some shit. Cause I've honestly, I think comedy is a coping mechanism for how to fit in. Right. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. comedy is a, is a universal way to, to uh, communicate where it doesn't matter if how intelligent you are, what skills you have in life, you know, I mean, physical yeah. prowess or anything you could, if, Hey dude, if you're funny, people like you, you know what I mean? Any, anybody. Yeah. You can, in any room, exactly. you can make it work. Which right. is why I'm so hated. Are you ready for <laughs> the story of 2020, because it's the only thing I've done all year long was go on this trip. Yeah, man, that you drove across the whole country. I, I imagine you have some stories. Nine states, dude. Nine goddamn states in a minivan with two children, oh my four God. years old and under. So it was a it was a haul, to say the least. How did they handle it? Because I got a two-year-old nephew who I live with right now, and he he just he he's at this phase where he's crying. It, it might be every fifteen minutes. He's like screaming about something. So how did they do in the vehicle? They did great. They did great. 
It was good because it was a new vehicle and it was like all new. You know what I mean? But the yeah. one thing is we couldn't. It rained from Albuquerque, New Mexico to St. Louis, Missouri. Jesus. And in Amarillo, Texas, ice. It was an ice storm. We got stuck. We couldn't go anywhere. It was 15 degrees in Amarillo, dude. That that my brain doesn't even process that because yeah. it doesn't make sense. No. I went the southern route to avoid the weather and we hit weather. And I was like, motherfuck. I was, I swear, dude, the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, this is the whole reason why we came this way. I should have went through Denver. You know what I mean? I should have went up through there. But uh it was great. Here's the cities. The main cities we went to was it overall, it was really exciting to drive through these new parts. I wish it wasn't raining and snowing and icing, freezing rain, whatever the fuck you want to call it the whole way. Cause I could see, like, I didn't even get to see new Mexico. Like I didn't, whatever new Mexico looks like, I couldn't see it out my window because of how much rain and snow and road conditions were. I couldn't see it. It's gone. I don't know. Uh, we went to Vegas to Flagstaff, Flagstaff to Albuquerque, Albuquerque to Amarillo, Amarillo. This is the hall Amarillo to Tulsa. Tulsa to St. Louis, St. Louis to Indianapolis, Indianapolis, Columbus, Columbus, Cleveland. Now we didn't stop in all those, but those are the main, that's the, okay. It's going to say Christ. It took you a month. I know it took took five days. It took us five days to drive. Um, so here's what happened. I want to tell you about Tulsa, Oklahoma. Have you ever been to Tulsa? I've never been not even in fact, close. So it's very just kind of Southerny Midwesterny. Yeah, it's kind of this weird hodgepodge of the South and meets mid the Midwest. And I got to yeah. just let me start by saying Tulsa is actually a pretty cool city. Like I I I was impressed. I was like, "Oh, wow." Like I I if you say Tulsa, Oklahoma, I for some reason I feel like Wizard of Oz, Kansas. You know what I mean? Of yeah. nothing in a in a telephone pole. But that is not it. So, Tulsa, Oklahoma, cool town, weird as fuck people, Pike. Yeah, weird, dude. Weird. So we've been booking hotels. We've been using the Hotel Tonight app, and uh, which please advertise. But I was using that because I didn't know where we were, where we were going to stay. You know, you yeah. just drive until okay. How far did we make it today? Because weather and children and the whole thing. Yeah. So we uh, we end up stopping. I was originally planning on stopping in Oklahoma City. I was like, fuck this. We're pushing it to Tulsa. We went to Tulsa. We got the place online. Never saw it. I get to the hotel. It's late. It's cold. It's raining. Of course it is where everyone's just, we call it ROE running on empty. Everyone's hungry, tired, cold. They need a shower. They need to be fed. They need to go to sleep, you know, kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. I walk in. I got my mask on. Okay. Cause I, again, I still feel like I'm the last person on earth paranoid about COVID, but I got my mask <laughs> on and I go into the hotel where this, the dude behind the desk, his name's Marvin. Okay. And he tells me that like six times. Oh, I'm Marvin. friendly, friendly yeah. guy. Great. Already. I'm like, Oh fuck. We booked the wrong hotel and I already paid for it. And there's no refund and all this stuff through hotel tonight. I was like, ah, shit. I got the wrong one. As soon as I walked in, I saw Marvin, his shirt untucked, never a good sign, dude. 
front desk clerk, untucked shirt. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like dress shirt, tie, but just is like fucking hanging out. Doesn't care. You yeah. know? Yeah. Second sign that this is a bad idea. He had like a buzzed, like a bald head, shaved head. Dude, he had like 30 band-aids all over his head. <laughs> on his head? <laughs> what, he use a freaking chainsaw to shave his head? <laughs> what? You look like that guy from your story that got scalped. I was like, what yeah. happened? <laughs> so I go in to fuck it. It's a pandemic, okay? Marvin, no mask, not wearing a mask at all. Two, the dude, shirt untucked. Three, he's picking at his band-aids. Ah, oh, oh, Jesus dude. Christ. I'm oh, like, my God. Ah, oh, we made a mistake. Why did we stay here? Fuck. Oh, man. Tulsa, you're killing me. <laughs> so he's picking at all his band-aids. I'm like regretting everything. Then all of a sudden, a lady comes sprinting down the hallway, like, like, you know, like a like a figure. Out of the corner of my eyes, just I'm like, what was that? He's like, oh, she's trying to find something. I was like, what? Like, like she's been doing this. You know what I mean? Like he, I yeah. ah, don't worry about it. You know, kind of a thing as I'm checking in. Ah, I don't. Yeah, no, she's trying to find something. I'm like, what is going on? Dude, she comes back. Goes back the other way. What the? What is going on? So I'm like, what's going on? And all of a sudden she comes back down the hall. She's out of breath and she's like, I got him, Marvin. I got him. What is happening? Oh, no. Dude, she goes, I got him, Marvin. I got him and lifts up her hand and she has a fucking lizard on her hand. Oh, my God. Like this big. No. Yeah. It's like from her, from her top knuckle down past her wrist, you know, like this is how, how far it went. And I'm like, is that real? You know what I mean? And she's like, yeah, he's a gecko. He, his name is, I don't even remember his name, but yeah, I found a Marvin. He was running loose. And I was like, where the fuck am I? What is oh going on here? We got loose <laughs> lizards. I got a meth head for a receptionist <laughs> checking me in. Oh, geez. Yeah. Marvin, twitchy Marvin kept going like, you know, picking at his scabs and oh, fucking weird, dude. So she's got a gecko and then she looks over at me, you know, like all, you know, three teeth in her mouth. Oh, good. Like no power. I was like, what? <laughs> no power. No power. Yeah. Just no power. Kept saying it. I'm like, what? What? You got no power. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what that means. I have no idea what you're talking about. No power in your house. That's why you're here. You got no power. I was like, oh, oh. no. Driving across the country. <laughs> She's oh. like, oh, okay. Was she there? Cause she had no power. <laughs> Maybe dude. All I know is I wanted to get the fuck out of there immediately with all the power of my being, all the power of my soul. I wanted to run <laughs> far and fast, but I already paid for this shit hotel, which looked really nice in the pictures. Of course. And yeah, and it wasn't. So we go up into the room. I dropped off the bags first. Cause you know, we have two kids. My wife stays in the van. I drop off like, the suitcases kind of a thing. Then I go down and I help her with the kids because I don't want them touching things. And it's a pandemic 
and this place is fucking weird and methy. And I'm like, ah, you stay here. I'll go do the thing. I go up in the room, dude, the, the bedroom, the hotel room is 55 degrees. I looked on the thermostat, 55 oh, degrees, dude. So I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? So I turned it up. I come down. He's like, everything okay, Marvin? And I'm like, yeah, the room's 55 degrees. Oh, sorry about that. You turn it up? Yeah, yeah, I turn it up. Dude, the room never got above 55 degrees. Oh, I got a baby sleeping on the floor. They're like in a pack and play, you know, like a yeah, pop-up yeah. crib. At 55 degrees. I'm worried about it. Oh, my God. The heat's broken. I talked to the dude in the elevator the next morning. I'm like, he's like, hey, did your room get warm last night? I was like, no. He's like, either did mine. I don't know. I turned it up to 80. It didn't do anything. I'm like, so did I. Oh, no. The hotel room, no heat. Uh, I'll come downstairs the next morning. Oh, shit. I forgot something. This is my eight-year anniversary, by the way. My eight-year oh, wedding. Yeah, this is the night of my eight-year wedding anniversary. Congratulations. <laughs> what a night. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a night. So, I come down the next morning. I'm like, we're getting the fuck out of Tulsa. Like, I got to get out of here ASAP, you know. As soon as we wake up, we hit the road. We uh, come downstairs. And as we come down the elevator, dude, there is medics in the lobby, an ambulance outside in like the little parking lot. And they are carting Marvin off. I don't know if he was dead. No. I don't know if he was alive. My and <laughs> aid fucking head on that stretcher. And he was being carted off. Oh, no. <laughs> <In an> ambulance. <laughs> oh, Marvin's dead. <laughs> oh no. Is Marvin dead? Did I, was I there for Marvin's last night on earth? It got, it got too cold. <laughs> too cold for Marvin. He just passed. Man. It had like to be related to the band-aid. The band-aid had. Something, dude. Yeah, he had like, 30 band-aids all over his head. Yeah, there was Oh, infection. my God. I think I saw a man die. I think I witnessed a man die in Tulsa. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. I was like, what? I, so needless to say, I went down there to try to get my receipt <laughs> for, for the hotel room. I was like, uh, my wife's like, uh, did you check out? I'm like, I think Marvin checked out of life. I think he's out. I think he's uh, gone. She's like, what? Check out. Yeah. So we got in the van because we were down in the garage. So I was like, you know what? I just took the stairs down, peaced out. So that was uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's my eight-year wedding anniversary story. I think a guy. I think we stayed in a hotel where a man died that night. That's a that's a hell of a tale. Yeah, yeah. That's Tulsa, Oklahoma. I, you know, uh, it started. You know, when he talked about Marvin and how friendly he was, I was like, I like this guy. You know, just uh, doing honest work. Are you doing? A are you doing a eulogy right now? <laughs> well, I just feel like <laughs> somebody should say something. The guy fucking died. <laughs> you know, working the overnight shift in Tulsa. Yeah, he went from work in the graveyard to being in one. <laughs> okay, if you're not going to respect him, let's not do this. Jeez. Marvin, that guy gave me a freezing cold room. He He's the one know. who decided to do all the meth. It wasn't me. <laughs> I didn't make those life choices. All right. 
Okay. This guy didn't do his job well. Tuck your shirt in. Oh, he's not the temperature guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's checking you in. That's the, for, after that, it's on you. Dude, I, I should have known. He was like dropping hints when the gecko girl was there. He was like, yeah, she called down and was asking, oh, is the, uh, is the maintenance guy here? He has to help me look for my, my lizard. And I was like, there's no maintenance guy here. Just me. And I ain't looking for no lizard. And I hung up and then she came down like, he was giving me the whole thing. But then I was like, Oh, he's dropping hints that there's no maintenance guy here. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Goddamn Marvin lizard. I would say lizard lady out of there. I would not bring your fucking reptile into a hotel. Yeah, dude. I don't like people who, first of all, who bring their exotic pets around. If you have an exotic pet, you keep that shit in your house because it's fucking weird. Yes. Okay? Nobody don't nobody, bring your python to the park. That's my <laughs> the biggest pet peeve <laughs> is when I'm going for a walk and I got to walk past a freaking anaconda. <laughs> Not okay. Yeah. To keep them out of the park, off airplanes, uh, out of the grocery store. Don't carry them in a purse and be like, snakes are just lovely animals. No, they're not. They no. don't care. They want to be fed and they want to mate. There's no, like dogs are lovely animals because they've been bred that way. Right. You've had generations of wolves turned into <laughs> chihuahuas. Okay. Yeah. Snakes have just remained the same. I know. They just want to feed. Dude, we got on the radio one time, similar to what we're doing right now, and kind of just kind of bashed snakes. Cause yeah, who fucking? Yeah, apparently there's like a a snake society in oh, town. Yeah, and dude. we got ripped. Oh, emails and calls and messages. Yeah, about us disrespecting. Because apparently snakes have feelings. Right. And rights and yeah. we violated those. Yeah. 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 Fucking snake people, dude. Snake people are, first of all, I could describe every single snake person right now. And if you're watching and you own a snake, combat boots, you got it. Some sort of bandana. Uh, uh, you have multiple buckets from Home Depot and Lowe's that you, you store your fucking great pets in when you need to take them <laughs> around. And then three, you let everyone know that you're a snake. Per- oh, wait, male ponytail, combat boots, cargo pants. That's the af- that's the attire of a snake. Dude, person. You're describing this snake person. I, I was thinking of, of course, and then 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 the third one, you drive at least a 10 year old SUV that you put your fucking snakes in a bucket, drive around and your license plate slash bumper sticker. Either one is going <laughs> to identify you as like snake or something <laughs> like 15 S's in the front of it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nailed it. Right. And you're like, it's not poison. It's venom or whatever. You're like, God damn, shut the fuck up. I get it. They're snakes. (laughs) (sighs) They're amazing killers. All right. There you go. That's it for the show. Thank you so much. Pike, I've mapped out a bunch of stuff here for the week. I say, if I can have five minutes of your time after the show, we can map out something. But uh, uh, yeah, I do want to ask you. The person hopefully enjoying the show uh, to to do something coming up here. And that's tomorrow on the show because we want more participation from you. I know we consider this show as much yours as, a, as it is ours. So uh, we're going to be asking you to get more involved. We'll tell you all about it tomorrow. Make sure you are following that guy over there on all social media. He's at Pike Taylor Radio. I'm at Sparks Radio on all social media. Hit us up on YouTube if you could. Give us a 
a subscribe. Hit that subscribe button, youtube.com slash sparks radio. Hit subscribe and then we're there. Dude, we've hit over 200 subscribers. That's a cool milestone. So that's Great. exciting to do. And we're still doing the giveaway too. So if you want to sign and frame Drumhead by a bunch of bands from the Uproar Tour, and uh, it's really nicely framed as well. Given that sucker away, you can see all the details over there. Sparksradio.com slash win. Okay. That winner will be announced on the 20th. So if you want something for free, hit us up and uh, we'll, we'll definitely make it happen if you're the winner. All right. Easy as all that. Right. Any last words there, Pike? I'm thinking you could probably just keep the picture yourself and put it in that weird room you're in. Oh yeah, dude. I forgot to give you a tour tomorrow on the show. I'll give you a tour of this room because it's got some really random ass. It sure does. It lo- actually looks like an art gallery, <laughs> like a fucking crazy <laughs> weird art gallery. I can't believe we didn't pick apart this room. All right. Tomorrow on the show, we pick apart the sparks radio global headquarters. All right. Yeah. That'll be tomorrow Perfect. on the show. All right, dude. I'll see you then. All right. See ya.